Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about stuff. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we are doing a, a in episode 168, we are talking we're talking about emotional resilience, which sort of feels like a subject that we should have done sooner, really. Um, you sort of brought it up in the context of leadership. Yes. Seven traits of iron elite team captains. Yes. <laughs> I did. And the, the, and the fact that some of them are a bit... Mm, masculinized. Well, the end, yeah, they are. And I don't know that it's actually the content that's masculinized <laughs> or the actual intent. So, yeah, that's why... Want to understand? Uh, so we want to develop ironclad emotional control, <sighs> an exceptional level of emotional resilience. But yeah, this this sort of comes up in lots of places, really. Like, um, in to- you know, sort of um, when you do stuff in public, someone might say something, and like I'm certainly I put a lot of things out in public, and once in a while, someone says something that hurts my feelings, and I wish I could be more resilient. There's sort of like in life, someone can you can sort of feel that sort of pang of betrayal as someone does something, and it's you've got to sort of use the mindfulness techniques or whatever it is to try and sort of like you know step out of it a little bit um to try not to just go crazy and you know waiting for a text message from someone that you just texted that all that kind of thing and then the state of the world like can you just go on twitter and read it without either having to like launch a tirade in response or you know do you even do do, it i don't know if i even have the emotional resilience to go on twitter so (laughs) You know, that's a good question. I think also in the context of like for me, raising a person mm. and trying to work out how to help her be resilient yeah. emotionally and cope with life just generally. Never mind being a small child in the middle of a pandemic yeah. and what that might be doing for her emotional development and you know how that's affecting her and not just her but obviously the whole generate all the children all the people but i'm only responsible for this particular one so uh she's my uh, primary concern or yeah. primary person to experiment on maybe yeah. <laughs> and i think and i think it's one of those things where like i certainly know the theory of it but sometimes putting that into practice can be um, more difficult than you would think so let's uh, let the music go in and swell up how is it going Ivanka Magic Ivanka Magic, magic. is fine <laughs> <laughs> Rank magic is fine. No, I'm good. I've had uh, um, I've had a bit of a, a week. <laughs> I've had a no. I've, I've had a good week. I think uh, I uh, one of the things that I work on voluntarily upset me a bit this week, and I did a, I did show it, mm. which uh, which is partly what's fed this whole topic of emotional resilience versus emotional control. Because I think, you know, those things get batted around. Um, the words emotional control get batted around particularly. And I think at the moment, I think we're all having to exercise emotional control on a daily basis to live mm-hmm. through a pandemic. So yeah. I don't know. Some days it gets the better of you. Work-wise has been interesting. Um, the garden, I cannot <laughs> tell you. 
Safe topic, the garden. My, uh, is it luscious? My, uh, my, my daughter goes, oh, here she goes again, the plant lady, going to check the plants. Uh, so that's how much appreciation I get from my small child. Um, <laughs> then, um, uh, So, yes, I've even got little green tomatoes, I noticed this week. So mm. it's all coming. Uh, and uh, Nick has made a beautiful new deck out of wood in one part of the garden that was a bit you couldn't really grow anything and we weren't really using it so now it has a a luxury wooden area i do like That's a bit cool. of decking it's not it's nice everything around here a lot that here they use a lot of stone so we've got lots of stone right. stone terrace stone wall stone stone because that's the most available material um so it's nice to break it up a little bit with some wood so that's good and the biggest news in the world ever is that my mum's coming on tuesday Whoa! i hope hopefully there'll be no like last minute oh sorry we've moved your flight or oh no sorry indian variant means indian that people variant. can't travel but fingers crossed and all that my mother will arrive on Tuesday and then I shall shower her with affection and in turn be showered, I hope, with well, some affection just, from I my mum. You know, I'd like to think so. I'm uh, sure you will. If I, sure if I can get, a, get, a, get, a, get an in um, after my child demands all the... Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Hold I can't her. wait till Granny gets here. Like, well, <laughs> she's my mummy. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So we will. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. So good. how are you, Michael? I'm good. I'm sort of enjoying the Italian. The, the, just uh, it's just nice to be somewhere different and to be able to go outdoors and have lots. But I have been like, I've I've just been eating too much, which is sort of bumming me out because I I started getting on these scales here and it's been exactly the same like kilo over where I want to be reading for three days in a row when I've been trying to sort of like calm it down but it's so there's so many temp I don't feel like I've been eating that much but yeah like it's just we sort of get up we have you know I have my breakfast and then it's like there's biscuits around and then I'm sort of eating snacks all day and then there's aperitivo so we go out and sit on the thing we have loads of crisps then and then dinner is like really late here so then and that's always like two stages as well so i just feel i mean it's not like the stereotypical sort of italian mother going eat eat you're so skinny but it's it's not far off it sort of feels like that a little bit it's not really like that but like and it is all healthy and vegetables but i just feel like i don't know i just wish i could control all of the uh snacks all day but i just had a plate of biscuits this morning which why because sharon bought them from some nice place yesterday that we walked it's like oh look at those little biscuits and then it's just hard not to eat them it is um, we we've got a local italian who brought us a, a tiramisu this week mm. and she she's our new new italian friend i made her a sourdough and she's made us tiramisu right and i literally sat in front of my computer for my sort of afternoon coffee and i finish the the, the pot <laughs> like i think a... we're getting homemade tiramisu in a couple of yeah this week mm. um but in other news i've had this headache for a few days which i'm hoping isn't anything but hopefully like i, I don't know if it could be just the change of environment or i don't know what it might be but i'm just hoping it goes away um but we'll i'll keep you posted um and we're going and also the, and the last thing is it's my birthday next week and sharon is booked us a trip to rome so we're going to go down there on the train roma roma um, how exciting in it and i've never been you can get and see lots of 
pictures of paintings of Madonna con bambino. <laughs> si, si. We'll walk past the Colosseum. And I just, I just, when I went in on Google Maps, it was like Roman numerals for this. I was like, Roman numerals? There's so much Roman stuff, isn't there? Roman stuff is cool. We've got, I think we're going to the Vatican and like, we'll, we'll kind of do, well, hopefully sort of in a low level, hopefully there won't be too many tourists there because of you know it should be amazing really to go to go to the Sistine Chapel with not hordes of people yeah that's the hope because it is worth a bit of a lie on the floor and have a look Mm. to be truthful but yes it's art in it Michael it's an art it is an art a very famous art um, but yeah, so we will be skipping next week's episode as well. Between Ivanka's mother and my birthday, we're just going to have the week off, you know, a bit of a summer break. And I'm going to play a clip of what's it going to be? So, emotional resilience is not the same as emotional control. Can we say that? It's not also not the same as suppressing emotions in that sort of toxic no. way. It's that's like, a good point. You can't just do the man thing and just go swallow it all and then let it because that that just results in angry outbursts, doesn't it? If you just kind of squash it down and keep it and wait for the the right moment to like snap at someone. No, this is more about kind of having enough emotional intelligence to be able to sort of deal with challenging situations without sort of but whilst maintaining a little bit of emotional distance from yourself, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if the 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 whole um, uh, controlling. I mean, I think there's a difference between something really bad and traumatic happening and recognizing that that's happening, but still being able to function and also mm. then work through it. Having the self, I think self awareness is a really important factor in emotional resilience. It's like right, yeah, so that you can sort of. That's why I think that you can, you can sort of stand next to yourself going, okay, that's traumatized me, but actually that's not, that doesn't define everything about who I yeah, am. Like I, yeah, like I don't have to become these emotions. And I just always remember the time when like I sort of, I got a text from someone like that implied that, you know, we were working together and I thought we were sort of committed to sort of a project. And then I got this text was like, basically she was like talking to this other person about a similar I'm like and I just it was what and I'd been reading a lot about mindfulness and I and I I managed to instead of just like getting sucked into that thing I managed to sort of separate myself off a bit and just observe the feelings that I was having and it was really it's really interesting to do that because like my skin was prickling and I was just instead of sort of owning the emotion I was just like observed the emotion was able to sort of like give myself a bit of space to then not just sort of completely overreact um but that's uh, that's that's that's, that can be very hard to do to sort of separate yourself from from because we feel like we are our emotions but actually sort of part of emotional intelligence is being able to sort of see beyond the emotion and remember that like this is this is a reaction this is a momentary thing that can actually be like looked at from the outside 
I think though one of the things that I that I when you say emotional, and this is where my comment mm. about the ironclad emotional control yeah. being a thing, it's like it implies that all emotions are negative. Right, yeah. And so it's like the people that you want to work with and the people that are fun and exciting and inspiring to work with do show their emotions. Mm. They get passionate, they get excited, yeah. they are happy, they laugh. You know, not all emotion. And it's like, I think it's a, um, I think it's a bit, sometimes a bit, uh, it, it it seems like the wrong thing to value sometimes, like that that ability to control. It's like, uh, if you're angry, you're allowed to be angry. Yeah, that's something that took me a long time to to sort of come it's to like, terms with. But certainly, I think what I think something that I'm getting from that is like, you, like emotion is a it's a useful communication a way of communicating. If you can communicate emotionally, like not all emotions, as you say, like. I was just, it also reminds me of this thing, oh, women get hormonal and emotional is this kind of thing that's said, but like, is testosterone not a hormone then? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> Do yeah, men yeah. not get emotional and hormonal then? I mean, well, Jesus, yeah. you don't want to deal with a hormonal man. <laughs> no, you don't. And, and I think, but that's the other thing. It's, like, it's a weird, I, I spotted this on Twitter. I can't remember the context. They were talking about like how some man had done something and it was like, I think it was in the Dom Cummings right. testimony oh, yeah. context. And it was like, um, you know, when a man does something, then it's that man was unable to do mm. things. But if a woman does something, it's like women are all yeah. like this. So there's this like generalization. That, and this is why women can't be leaders. No, yeah. you know, like, so it's like mistakes are, or, or sort of unacceptable behavior, whatever it is, judgments are, are passed on yeah. all of us as a, as, a, as a whole gender rather yeah. than just uh, on an individual. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's the, 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 the problem of being in the out group, isn't it? Suddenly you're expected to, and I, I'm sorry, you know, like it's, it's, it's in the patriarchy, the women are the out group, but there but are yes. other, you know, not to, not to all lives matter, but like obviously there's other kinds of out groups. And as soon as you're, you're you know, you, you become the representative for that group and people start generalizing based on that group and it's just, it's just not cool. Yeah, yeah. I loved it when um, uh, Deborah Francis White on uh, Have I Got News For You, um, she started talking about like, Don Draper or whatever, you know, you know how she starts talking about him. Yeah, yeah. And like in his lot goes, oh, do women f find that attractive? And she was like, well, I find that attractive. I can't speak for women in general. And I was like, smack down. You got him. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. So I think that's sort of the reason I always get a bit itchy when people talk about emotional control or uh, is that there's sort of implied in the choice of language is... A that that's a, that is a benefit, and mm. I don't think it, I don't think it's the same to experience a crisis. Like I will say of myself, I quite I if if somebody something dreadful happens, somebody drops dead. Yeah. I am very good in that moment. I am yeah. very high functioning. I can deal with really shitty things in the moment. Mm. And then I'll go later and I'll fall over and break out in a rash and go mental. But, you know, it's like, it, it's that, it's that sort of, um, 
uh, and that goes for the same. Like I don't think the ability, and I think that's one of my strengths, and I will mm. accept it and acknowledge it, <laughs> rather than like being all humble about. It. But it's like when you talk, if you think about a team captain, this was that, that seven traits of elite team yeah. captain was the thing I'm referring to with the emotional, emotional, ironclad emotional control. It's like, it's like something has happened. Like we're losing. Something is going badly. Yeah. Whatever. It's being able to go. I feel really, really bad, but I, I need to act now. I need to put that to one side. And yeah. for me, that's different to not feeling bad. Yeah, yeah. You can't. It's not that you're not having the emotion. It's just your relationship to the emotion could be. You know, some people have a more, I don't know, resilient <laughs> attitude to the, the emotional like... changes. But also something that there, there is this, um, there is this phenomenon of. Um, we do have this emotional defense mechanism for major, actually definitely terrible events that can kick in and help us get through them and sort of not just, you know, a lion kills your best friend, you don't immediately get depressed, you kind of like go into fight or flight mode and yeah, we've yeah. got the, you know, you don't feel, you know, that shock thing, right, you don't feel it straight away. But the next day, you you probably start feeling it because our bodies are sort of made to sort of like keep us alive and all that kind of thing. But a lot of what we're exposed to now is not really enough to trigger that. And that's that, that I find is the most difficult stuff to deal with. So like going on Twitter and seeing someone just saying something that you're like, how can you A, think this and B, tweet it and why is it at the top of the twitter comments in this thread like when everything else is you know and getting angry about all that kind of thing is it's it's a lot harder to sort of yeah figure out when it when it's when the stakes aren't as high like yeah we we have it's much harder to have that emotional control yeah um, yeah than otherwise yeah. Because you're not, you kind of not being being tested as hard. <laughs> so you're like, it's like a slow burn that like that that's not quite. You maybe not maybe takes. Yeah, I can see what you say because it can sort of ta- it sort of it chips away at you in a sort of insidious way. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like being bullied or, or working with somebody who's deeply unpleasant or something. It's like, oh, one interaction you don't notice two three and then after like a while niggles, you're like right it's it like, just, yeah it's just and it can't be dealt with because you're not really sure if it's happening and also it's not enough to for you to get angry with them over because no. they've got this sort of maintain this defensibility like and that's that's rough as well because it's just like yeah. because you go away feeling like shit and sometimes you just don't even know why and like some one of another breakthrough i had was like someone was um I don't know, being slow to reply to texts. And actually, and I sort of realised, I did discover, like, talking to them again later, it was like, oh, no, you're actually... That was your fault, life. You know, you did do that, actually. It wasn't just me being irrational and sort of oversensitive. It was like, you were, yeah. like, doing stuff, and that was not cool. So, yeah. you know, it's not always, like... Because there's this temptation to that we always have... You know, you have to absorb everything from other people even if but they might be actually like behaving in sort of they uh, might be bad they might be bad uns and they might actually yeah. be trying to hurt you <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. so that's uh that's tricky isn't it oh, yeah yeah it is it. that is tricky let me play some let me play a clip
I uh, this week I um I did a stream on Monday um my my music stream and it's another that's that they're usually quiet and I'm starting to kind of get a bit sick of how quiet that but anyway this this kid and I, I just someone came on and just went oh can you listen come and listen to my new track it's just come out and I was something along those lines and I was like uh sorry like you can't just you know I, can you that's I sort of said it's a bit rude just coming on someone's chat without introducing yourself and expecting them to drop everything they're doing and like go and look at your thing. And he was like, oh, it's not exactly like you've got loads of people watching and blah, blah. And I was like, I, you, you put this voice on, don't you, when you're reading someone's chat and you just assume that's how they're talking. So <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, it's yeah. not, but, you know, that's my perspective. <laughs> this is my interpretation of it. And yeah. I was like, uh, whatever, banned. Because, um, you know, if you're not going to like play nice on my channel and then but then I sort of fumbled it because I was like doing it on the iPad and I couldn't tell if it had gone and I I, I accidentally unbanned him immediately and then that gave him a chance to just call me a c word and call me sort of up myself and like I was like ban I was like oh god I wish I hadn't seen that I'm like I don't care about this 16 year old's opinion of me I was like he got upset because I I I expressed a boundary that I I've just I've decided that that's a boundary for my chat. If you come on and expect me to like look at something you've done without even saying hi or like asking me what I'm doing, like this is that's just not good etiquette for chat. Um, but he's got angry obviously because I've imposed that boundary, and then and I'm going to try not to like get upset about it. But then you just can't like you just it sort of stays on your mind. And I think I was quite sad the rest of the day, even though like it felt like it was for all these other reasons. But like it certainly doesn't help to be. <laughs> yeah. And I put myself out in public. I'm trying to do something, and I, and, and I kind of have this idea of myself. I'm trying to sort of spread. I'm trying to have a net positive effect on the world and, you know, the, the waves you make. And I'm like, did I make a bad wave by like, you know, did I use the wrong words there? And, and did, like, could I, uh, what I've done is I've created an enemy in the world, I've created a negative wave and all this kind of thing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Cause like, yeah. And, and we, we sort of touched on it. This, this, this thing you, 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 boundaries are part of the ability to maintain emotional resilience you've got to know yeah. where your boundaries are and then you've got to like not let if someone sort of comes through you you sort of have to be assertive about them and people don't like it no i think that's the thing it's very hard to establish it is hard to establish boundaries because i think so for me when i try and articulate them very clearly uh it feels like people are being I mean usually you the only reason you're telling somebody about your boundaries in whatever way is because they're invading your yeah. boundaries and so and then so by the very, very nature of it it's going to be a, 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 a you know a tricky communication but it's like you know like there's there are there are people that I I there are people I prefer to give my time and energy to and largely they are people who show that they care about me mm. and if if they don't care about who I am as an individual uh and I I find it I you know why would I choose to spend time with them mm. and that I for me that goes for a work environment as well as a personal environment mm. it's like I don't need you to know everything about me but for you to know nothing about me or not be curious about even in the simplest form like how are you? Like we're, we're making some new friends now. And after after my cousin died, well, you know, I saw them and then I saw them a couple yeah. of weeks later and we were talking about it. And he, he was like, are you okay? I could see 
that you were really shaken up by it. Are you mm. okay? And it's like there is something incredibly nice and makes you want to invest time into when somebody sees you. Yeah. And I think with that sort of interaction with it, and it's always unfortunate when it's somebody young. Like if it was a 16-year-old who's like, hey, listen to my track. You know, on the one hand, you're like, listen, Sonny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, this is an opportunity for you to develop something. Let me give you some advice. Yeah. It's always nice to establish some basic social contacts before you start asking people to do things for you. Yeah. But then on the other hand, it's like, it's not my job to teach everybody in the whole world how to behave. Or, or you know, like, that sounds also a bit, I suppose, a bit sort of... But you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, can't always, you, you can't the every day. For, like. It's like, <laughs> I can't spend every day to, like, if you're... Especially, I find it infuriating when it's grown humans. And you're yeah. like, just... Have you not learned? Have you not learned that actually, it's like my, my daughter talks to me about, because I say hello to everybody. I've, I've said this before. Goes, Why do you say that? And I always address all the children in nursery by their first name. Morning, Antonio. How are you? Morning, Marta. How are you? You know, that's like, so I think it's the best, because I'm hopefully that makes them feel nice. And then maybe they do it to other people, because I think we all deserve to be seen. Yeah, everyone wants to feel seen don't they so it's like uh anyway don't know where that was going but i felt like it i would say it (laughs) (laughs) doesn't have to go anywhere does it it's a podcast (laughs) it's long form ramble Uh, yeah Um, it is (laughs) uh let's let's put some music on why not So I've been, um, I, you know, because of a couple of my projects, I've sort of got to a certain milestone with two things at the moment. And I've just had quite a hard week going like, I, I, okay, I'm back to this. I freed up all this time, especially with doing the live podcast and all these things. I freed up all this time. And I, fin- I finished a couple of things off uh, just to bring back into focus how much I have not in two years managed to do very much of this marketing thing whatsoever or talk about what I'm doing and I just and there is a huge emotional resilience aspect to that like I am scared to ask someone what they think of what I've done um because they might not like it because they might have a really good idea about how it could be improved which is going to suck the next three months of my life um but yeah I don't know like it's rough but I've been watching a load of talks and and and, and like reading loads of different stuff and it's like you've got to get out of the building and talk to people talk to your customers um it's but it's it's like I, I'm having to really do a, a major shift in my mindset of how I'm approaching everything but it's not just customers it's also like pre- building relationships with press building you know influences all that kind of thing that like I was trying to do it through Twitch and joining streams, but even that, like, I find, like, as soon as I jump into someone's chat on Twitch, it's like there's a commitment there for the next, like, half hour probably that I've got to sort of hang around and be involved. And I just uh, less and less have felt like I have time to do that again. But, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I do, 
I sort of have that insecurity of like some other uh, each new person. I'm worried that they're going to think I'm a bell end and like, or they're going to hate what I've made. That's, <laughs> that's but my yeah. I, but I think that I yeah. It is. It's a. Oh, yeah, but I but I think that's part of the resilience thing. Like what you make is not who you are, uh, and what? having being <laughs> sorry, but you know having the <laughs> self awareness to know like who you are and what what makes you you. It's like I was so so that I think that's part of it. It's like I can still love myself if people don't love my app, you know. But I'm but I also think you can flip what you're asking. It's not. It's it's like asking what people enjoy about using it mm. instead of saying you know give me some feedback well, i've got a big parker right probably a massive article about how an, how annoying the word feedback is oh. <laughs> because it's like <laughs> utterly unstructured and unsolicited and possibly unactionable you know like it's yeah. like but actually what you need to know is which bit of my app do you find really useful or which which part of you know how are you using my app <clears throat> not what irritates you because if they describe mm. how they're using it or so it's kind of changing the question you ask might help structure because mm. it's that thing if you if you put out a blanket unsolicited feedback which people have every right to give you by yeah. the way and that's you know fine but it's that knowing what you know getting feedback about the things that you have the time and energy to do something about i know i'm so yeah, you know it's, it's like it's a, it's a complex it sounds like a right rubik's cube of a puzzle <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's like how do you do it it's like how do i say so it's like ask the ask the questions that you're ready to hear the answers to hmm. and if the truth is that you don't want the feedback you know, like, or you can't act on the feedback, mm. then don't ask for it. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, that sort of nebulous, I need this to grow. How can I grow? Um, I can't, I got, like, because I know there's things I'm scared of. And like, just, any, yeah, so if I can maybe like focus on, set the boundaries, set some rails up so that I can protect myself. Yes. This is why I always wish someone else would, you know do it because like that someone that doesn't have quite such an emotional connection to someone that didn't work for all those hours on this thing like I'm yeah. going to find it hard not to sort of overreact to criticism of something that I've spent six months trying to perfect and they're like oh that's a bit wonky I'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> well maybe your um friendly neighborhood user researcher when she's not working over the summer could help you with some well, creating getting some feedback any- uh, <laughs> maybe Maybe, uh, but you know, I'm going to start. I'm not today. working July, August. I'm not working, not working July, August. I'm not working July and August. Incredible. I mean, edit would... my book and <laughs> hang out with my child. So yes, but I could probably rustle you up some nice approach to getting useful feedback. Mm, well, maybe I'll run some stuff past you. Mm. Um, uh, what do we? Uh, what have I got on here? Changes in art. Should we? I saw um maybe the Twitter. Do you know I saw this? Uh, I I'm just going to recommend just in lieu of nothing. Um, H bomber guys uh, vaccine. Uh, what's it called? A measured response. That hour forty five entertaining YouTube video about the va- anti vaxxers essentially, and it 
literally comes down to this one guy's paper. You know that paper, that autism... The, the uh, MMR guy. Uh, the MMR paper. And he sort of... He, he was like, well, let's read this paper. And he goes in and it's like, there is nothing in this paper in the first place. It's the opinions of the parents. And then you find out about... He was actually... He was motivated, financially motivated to the tune of hundreds of thousands of pounds to try and find some a, a way to market this other single vaccine thing. And like the really? more and the other person that he was working with was this uh like thought he could cure autism with his bone marrow and that was his the person he was collaborating. There's no other stuff on autism and vaccines, but it spawned this entire movement and it's quite incredible. Um uh, but he goes into a lot of detail on it and I'll link it. But um it, one thing that was nice to see was that there was this really good journalist, which I, I should know his name off the top of my head, but who actually, like, <laughs> he managed to get hold of all of the, by, they sued him for defamation, for saying that he was lying about stuff. And as a result, the court case meant that he, they could subpoena all of the stuff that went into these trials that they'd done. So he got all of their secret stuff, this reporter, because they sued him. And then he managed to, like, he sort of showed how, like, broken it all was and how much of it was made up and how much of it, you know, how much of it was just lies in the first place. Um, but and, and as part of, and as a result of that exposure, like, the sort of vaccine take-up, it dropped because it was on TV that all the time, like do vaccines cause autism, crying children being injected. It was just on in all the press. And so yeah. like the vaccine take up was really low. But then actually like it has actually recovered to the same level that it was before um, oh, as a result <laughs> of people hearing the truth about it and hearing good reporting on it eventually. And so now this guy's gone off to America and is ruining America instead. But and going on info wars and things like that. But like. Literally, like, this guy writes this little paper and then suddenly he's doing, like, since when does a scientist have a press conference for some little paper that they've done? Like, he was just, uh, he was trying to sort of, he was trying to get this company going, basically, and, like, make all this money. So, um, quite shocking. But, yeah, it's it's the, um, so, what does that mean? If you get angry with someone on Twitter, maybe if you explain the truth to them enough, they'll stop being terrible i don't know if it's i don't know works. that that's the problem <laughs> i think with some situations and situations that i've found myself in more than once mm. is dealing with somebody who is a narcissist <laughs> <laughs> in which case you simply cannot win there is no win because for them the world, you know, like every interpretation of everything you do or you see or you say or how you feel is about them. Mm. And you can't move beyond that. And, I, you know, I encounter people in in my professional life, a, a, a boyfriend like that. That was mm. quite, like, quite an eye opener. I was like, oh, I see. Mm. <laughs> Bye. Um, but, uh, but it takes a while because you don't notice straight away. Mm. And then I think then you've got like in a work environment, you, you just cannot explain some things to some people which is a <laughs> sad it's, because, a, it's it's a sad thought because like i don't want to is is you don't want to be defeatist about things you don't want to just like admit defeat like okay these republicans are just never going to come back to reality you know like those kinds of things like you you sort of 
you don't want to just give up on huge sections of society. No. If, and they can't all be narcissists, can no, they? No, no, they like, cannot all be narcissists. So some people kind of this is I'm bringing my week to this. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Instead of I've instead of your tweet, not engaged. But yeah, very in, well. a, in a it's a, it's a very difficult um, the sort of explaining things to people is because you know if you read i've had a little read ahead of this about the emotional resilience and the things you need to build and it's things like um you know people who have or are nurturing uh emotional resilience they get out of their own heads they know that they need other people they call in their team they enlist their team they know people they have a support network they know who's good at listening they consider possibilities and you're just like, oh, what about this? They, uh, you know, they don't, they don't have to have all the answers. And there's these kind of things. Um, but, but you, you're, but it made me think about the sort of uh, the 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 self awareness element, and also being aware that sometimes you can't go into battle because it's not the right time for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've had a really busy day. I've got a busy day. I need to give you proper time if I'm going to row with you on Twitter, and I, and mm. I can't do that now because I've got to look after myself. Yeah, I mean, like that guy that was like, are you conscious? What are you, the pantomime? I'm not getting vaccined. I just, I just yeah. never, I just was like, I'm marking that red and ignoring it because I'm just never going to have the time to have that conversation. But it's, um, yeah. it's it is, it's, I was thinking, it's like, I don't know, like seeing someone not wearing a mask on a train or something. Like, that's one of the big triggers for me at the moment. It's like, just put your fucking mask on. Put it on. But yeah. it just, it doesn't help anyone to get angry about. So if you're not going to go into battle, if you're not going to be like, okay, this is going to be my problem. I shouldn't have to be the person that does this. You know, there's... But then maybe we're using the wrong words anyway, like what going into battle and getting angry about it. It's the ability to stop being angry for a moment. It's like when what what's nice about dealing with naughty children mm. <laughs> is that they you're not you, you know, getting angry with them isn't going to help. I watched this mum in a park. Cause this is a little village and um she was she was shouting at all the kids because <laughs> the whole park full of kids and she's like I'm going to tell all of your mums and I'm going to and then this one little girl who really you can tell doesn't have her you never see her parents in the park they mm. kind of let her be there on her own like she's more like growing like a weed rather than being mm. raised she's just laughing at her <laughs> because she, she doesn't know like you need to sort of like get in with her and like um come down you know come down be with her and then bring her you know like help her give her a different thing to see she's still young enough to mm. give her you know like why does that mum always know all our names and say hello to us but that other mum doesn't that feels like like give her them experiences that help them so there's like those republicans that have a particular way of thinking about people i think the only way to you know like i think one thing that can be useful is to go you know i see you and i see how you're thinking and but have you thought about this rather than going put your mask on though in the case of a mask it's like somebody saying they don't care about you and i don't it's not it's like, kind of it's like it's not the same <sighs> it's like drink driving so I, I don't. I mean, I really don't mind if, what sports you do that might injure you, but drink driving might injure me, and I don't want yeah. you to do that. 
So yeah, I don't know where I don't this know. is going. I don't know. I'm going to play a clip. been good uh this did you watch the dominic cummings thing this week nah. i did <laughs> how was it it's i mean like he, he sort of did he tried i, I i'm just happy that the english politics is like making me interested enough I'm sort of interested enough in it in the way that American politics is like, oh, what's happened now? Like, I'm now I'm sort of like, oh, a bit of that, a bit of drama in the English politics. Let's see what Dom's got to say. But yeah, I, just, I mean, yeah, he sort of went into the litany of ways and that just you sort of hear these little nuggets from number 10 and like how what sort of person how sort of like personal it all is, really, how much it's about the, the girlfriend and the, this and that and and how much how sort of how many lies are going on all the time and all these things and he sort of tried to sort of do i'm not a he sort of did an impression of a of a of a humble person even though you sort of it seemed a, it seemed uh, it's, it's sort of uncomfortable watching him do it but i just uh, i don't know i don't know i don't know what i think but anyway it was it was entertaining if nothing else I think that impression of a humble person is quite quite an interesting one. <laughs> but yeah, but it's so much of these things that all, always come down to the personal. I'm thinking about it today. Mm. It's like this um, uh, kind of the group of people I've been doing work with uh, recently, and it's like they are. Um, it doesn't matter how. It's very hard to encounter groups of people no matter what they're working on or what their values are that that actually live out those values in the way that they operate so it's like when Lydia taught my sister talked about um you know some people she talks about some people and it's like that it, who who are supposedly labor mm. but like she's like just just because your mum and dad voted labor doesn't mean that you have labor values just because you think these are your values doesn't mean that they are and if they're not go just f off and go and vote tory <laughs> stop trying to mess with my party was her one of her lines but but i think this is you know it's a slightly um it, it's slightly i don't that's what i find disheartening really is in those worky situations it doesn't matter like you can be doing something really worthy like homelessness and mm. people are still bickering about shit like <laughs> that doesn't you know it's like they're well, all to do with their own egos well and and this is the uh the, and to just pull it back in like it's it's really um the more powerful you are the more your little emotional whims you get to just you're like having these huge waves across a company or across the country yeah. or the world just because and like it's like that it's just a person in power with thin skin for example yeah. like the the non the trouble they can cause yes like it's yes. terrifying really and it's, it's kind of amazing how does someone with thin skin get into power I don't know. I, I wouldn't have I thought. I don't know. You could. Does it get thinner as you go up? I don't know. Because <laughs> because now you say that, it's really made me think about my my uh, 
my trickiness this week, which is all to do with a person in power who isn't got, isn't told, is never told by any of us that the the effect of what they're doing. Uh, and that and that's really hard. And so, you know, on the one hand, I was a little bit uh, miffed with myself about showing my upset. Yeah. But then I wouldn't be who I am if I, if I yeah, didn't gotta, and, and, show my upset. Again, like, yeah. it's like how you've got to communicate things, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. And sometimes it's the only way to get through to someone is to just like let that down. But it's, it's, um, it's uh, yeah, like no one ever telling someone in power that like that doing something wrong is it reminds me of the uh, i was just thinking about the hamilton the king in hamilton have you watched hamilton no i haven't he's he's like he's got this solo song it's the same it's the guy that played mindhunter he's very good um but he's sort of slobbering as he's singing and he's got that like sort of powerful person grossness because no one's ever going to say, "Can you shut your mouth, please?" That's disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it, it was. I thought it was a brilliant sort of representation of a powerful person who's just like the entitlement and the sort of com- sort of lack of self awareness, really, because they're never sort of challenged on on the little things anymore. So it becomes yeah, yeah. this strange world. Um, I was gonna. I just had one more thing written down here as a subject, which I I I don't, I don't know if it's a bad habit that I've got and how it affects relationships I have but like I have this like trigger and it's something you said before like if I'm find myself struggling I have this um instinct to want to like like reach out so try and get someone to help me with it but then I have this feeling that I'm always only ever reaching out when I need help and sort of imposing my kind of you know imposing my problems on someone else in a way that uh, I, I think they I feel bad about it. I feel guilty about it, but it's sort of like I need it in that moment. And often, like the, I'll I'll reach out for that, and then, but by the time the person actually responds, I've sort of I've got over the hump, and I've sort of almost forgotten what what it was that I was so upset about. Um, but I don't know. Like you said something about like reaching out for help. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know what you, how yeah, if you react I mean, it, to that in any way. The, that I was just thinking that actually, that in some ways, that's something that, and I think maybe this is the, um, a little bit of pandemic has exacerbated it in me, um, is that I don't always do that very well because like, I I know I can and I would like to and I'm very happy for people to ask me for help you know it's not like I it's just that then I something would be terribly inconvenient if I phoned somebody now and ranted about something like Mm. who are the people that I can or you know there's not all not all my friends can cope with uh with one of my rants depending on what the topic is and like you know so and so is having a bad time and do you want uh, and and i think but actually um the and you don't want to be the person that's always asking you know you're like the needy person yeah like i think well i don't not you one i don't necessarily but it's but i think you have to how can you possibly how can you survive if you're not willing to use your network of people and go, I'm really struggling with this. Can yeah. somebody help? And so conversely, like I think I, I kind of want to, I sometimes I want to reach out when I'm in a good 
good place but then i think yeah. that's sort of dishonest as well because the if the person only ever sees you when you're seem to be doing really well then i don't know it's it's probably better to just sort of check in more regularly and uh, not yeah. wait for an extreme like like even like talking to my parent like talking to my dad it's like i'm i'm it's either i mean he's only ever going to talk to me if someone's died like suddenly like that's that's the reason he's going to get in touch or like I'm going to get in touch either because I've just had a usually because I've just had a brilliant victory and things are going well and like I, I sort of but then I don't know if that's as toxic as coming you know as like input I, I don't know if either is toxic but you know like is it is just as bad as only reaching out when you need help or is it better to reach out when you need because at least when you reach out needing help there's like I, I think I'd feel quite like, not like I'd I'd feel good about myself that I was the sort of person that I was someone that that person felt they could reach out to yeah, for yeah, support. Yeah. That's like, so. that a nice thing. Yeah. But then yeah. some people, it just it's just the trouble is like you also know that it's it tends to be the same person, and then after a few times you're like, yeah, okay, you're just someone that like always is needy. <laughs> so I don't know, don't know. I don't know. I think it's a it's a it's a tricky one. We've all got, I think we've all got our gangs uh, yeah. somewhere. We've all got our, our network, and I, but I think I personally, for for one, for now at the moment with this pandemic, I do think that everybody's got more more shit on their plates, yeah. and I don't, and I feel more so than ever. Maybe that's part of what's making things a bit more difficult. It's like the casual reaching out. It's like if you're having a good day, I don't really want to mess with it. Yeah. with my negativity or yeah. my bad mood or my whatever yeah. it is and yeah. i think i i am being a bit more reluctant to pick up the phone when i shouldn't be yeah that's that's my little conclusion for the yeah. day so emotional resilience summing it up what have we learned not very much um, <laughs> 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 not a lot need to work on it probably i mean i just uh, you, you reminded me of a uh, i have a, a sort of a, a a chat with a friend of mine once where we really try and have a quick chat yeah. every week and the last two or three weeks i phoned her what ends up happening was like hi how are you and then we get into some topic and both have a little cry and then we have a bit of a laugh and then we're like anyway see you again next yeah. week and actually it's like a 20 minute super fast emotional roller coaster but you know, it's kind of like I, landing into somebody's day just when they're about to freak out is actually—it's not so bad. At least no, you've got someone holding your hand yeah. when you're when you're having a freak out, you know. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I so I don't know um, what we've learned. Well, I, I guess it's it's sort of similar to what I was thinking. Like probably it's best to. Um talk to people not wait for the emotions to drive it but maybe to let the calendar drive it <laughs> that maybe re results in a more like um balanced yeah. relationship but yeah i don't know let's uh let's play the title music what do i have to press f1 i think Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, you can go to grandpodcast.com and make sure you're subscribed so that you never miss it. Or you can follow me on twitch.tv slash Michael Forrest and you'll see that you'll get a live notification as well. Where can people find you on the internet, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. Cool. Um, I was thinking about your blue tick and wondering if that's 
causes problems because people are like, an Ivanka with a blue tick. Well, that'll definitely be Ivanka Trump. Perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I wonder that. She's got a blue tick as well. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not yeah. the only Ivanka with a blue tick. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's a different blue tick Ivanka. <laughs> yeah, that other one. I'm a whole different one. I have had some nice chats this week with yes. people on the old. Um, but they, I keep getting things like mm, Ivanka. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean me <laughs> but yeah uh, I do think so yes um, in, uh, I've got an app that helps you with emotional resilience it's called Changes and if you go to goodtohear.co.uk slash changes question mark ct equals podcast then you, that's, no one's going to type anything but that would help me know that you came from the podcast um, the, that's it's for it's for sort of checking in with yourself every day so that things don't get out of control so and I think it's, it's a good app and I've, I've, I've done it nice and I've just added some new features where it will be more proactive with insights um, it'll sort of try and it'll try and push them so all you have to do is just say how you're feeling once a day spend three seconds put it in and then it's going to do the rest of it for you I'm not going to make you be Tony Stark anymore because I realise that nobody there's not that many super geniuses and who's got time I should do the super genius work and bake it oh, in yeah. and do it for you <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I did think of you, your your app the other day because we were talking about a project and how to measure qualitatively whether the, a particular activity helped people hmm. and I was like so maybe you could uh, don't, don't no qualitatively, no, qualitatively. Okay. so how do people feel after they've completed this thing mm. like uh, over time so yeah. it, it, there's a time element but it might be a useful way of you perhaps donating some subscriptions maybe 20 mm. odd subscriptions well, to this group subscription anyway like you can use it it's free and you only need the okay. subscription for the fancy fancy stuff for the fancy fancy but, but yeah, yeah that might be a nice that. measuring tool yeah anyway so yeah it's good to hear.co.uk slash changes um anything else i don't know we've got a patreon i'll send you a mug this offer ends at the end of june <laughs> patreon.com slash grand podcast what well, so you're supposed to put a time limit apparently um oh, yeah. yeah support us on patreon get a mug scarcity get, scarcity 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 only deadlines. five mugs left <laughs> hey absolutely nat thanks for listening absolutely nat it says uh, thanks for the podcast help me through my morning that's nice oh isn't it? thank you that's nice <laughs> um uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, we're live on Twitch. <laughs> but yeah, the other thing, yeah, yeah. So support us on Patreon, you'll get the mug, you'll get the early access to full video episodes and the Slack. You can join us on Slack, which maybe we should turn into a Discord. I don't know. But anyway, hopefully we'll see you next week and um, you'll have a good one. I'm going to try and remember. Week. Not next week. Not next Not week. Week. <laughs> Not next week. The week after next, because it's my birthday and I'm going to Rome. Ivanka's mum's coming, so we're going to skip the podcast. All right, uh, take it easy, everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye, 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 bye. bye, 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 bye.